Hi, welcome on Every Nation Lisboa podcast. My name is Joyce and every week on Thursday I'm bringing you relevant subjects that will help you in your discipleship journey. Listen to today's episodes. Hey guys, so welcome on our Thursday talk. My name is Joyce. For those who are new here and not know me yet, welcome. And um, every Thursday, um, I like to bring a message that hopefully inspires you and motivates you and gives you some practical tools and tips of how to live mm -hmm. life fuller. And um, we're busy in our series, Living Loved. I hope you've been enjoying this. Let me know if this is something that you have been enjoying. Um, and today we're going to speak about the feeling of being alone in a full room, in a crowded room. Are we going to use this to talk about, to continue our talk about living loft? It doesn't matter if you haven't heard the other lives, you can still follow along. So if you are watching live, let me know where you're watching from. Um, I'm having some <laughs> trouble with the lightning. So a lighting. So actually right before I went live, I had this bright idea to put a a light in front of me and I watch straight into the light. So I'm seeing stars right now, <laughs> but okay, um, doesn't matter. We're going onwards. So um, I want to start off with this quote, proximity and activity don't always equal connectivity. And I'm just going to repeat it because it's a lot of big words in here. Um, so proximity and activity don't always equal connectivity. This is a quote from Lisa Terkurst, and I'm actually busy in her book, um, Uninvited, and I hope you will enjoy this. So I don't know if you recognize this, but this quote actually speaks about that we can be in full rooms, we can be with a lot of people around us, maybe not right now with COVID, but I'm sure you already experienced being in a party and maybe you were hopeful to go and when you arrive there, ouch, everyone is talking and nobody's talking to you. And as time goes on, you're still alone in that room and um, you desperately try to find someone to talk to or just look like you're not um, that alone as you feel and um but nobody seems to notice or want to start a conversation maybe you haven't had this at a party but maybe just being in a train station or even at home yes now we're living more at home i guess um we're not having these big places to go to or places filled with people but even at home you can sometimes experience this feeling of although there are people with me although i am doing things with them although i am physically close to people i still feel alone i don't feel connected to the people who are in the room and um you can have that you know with your roommates with your children or your partner whoever is with you in at home or maybe at your work you're um, having brainstorm sessions and you were really excited and you had all these ideas to share but when other people started sharing they just seemed better than yours and you kind of lost your confidence and started to disconnect maybe these are things you recognize so if you recognize this if you have felt this before just put down um what we're going to put alone let's put down alone <laughs> um it's just fun to interact a little bit so that this talk is not just me talking but i can interact a little bit with you guys um so if you help me out with this thank you 
So I, I had an experience like this as well. Um, I remember that many moons ago, many years ago, I moved to a different country and I was new. I was invited to join in a group, um, uh, an arts group. And um, I had this expectation that those people would come and talk to me and, you know, help me because I'm the new girl and I don't know anyone. Um, but that didn't happen. And... Um, I felt like, hey, I need things. I need people here. And, and I remember the leader coming to me and him saying like, hey, if you want to connect with them, you will have to go to them. You, you know, this expectation that they will come to you is not real um, because you are different. You know, I come from a different place and I will just have to make that effort. And I didn't like that at the time. Um, but um yeah, it's just an example of how I have experienced this feeling. And we can think, what is the problem here? Is the problem with the group? Is the problem with the other people you live with at home? Are they not connecting to you? Are they being the problem? Or maybe the problem is that I forgot to prepare myself for the day. I don't know if you remember last week we talked about living loft and how we should prepare for our day and fill ourselves up before we go. And, um, you know, the issue isn't, is often, it's not with other people, it's really with how we have prepared ourselves. Um, because if we put that expectation on others, like I said last week, if we put the expectation on others to fill us, to meet our needs, we will put an unrealistic, <laughs> unrealistic need or expectation on them and we will actually put a burden on that relationship and it will lead to disappointment and in a sense it's actually not respectful for to you towards yourself um because you are not giving yourself what you need you're expecting other people to give it to you um and if you remember last week we talked about taking those slow moments, slowing down and having those times to be filled so that we can enter into our day prepared, not hungry. <laughs> um, and I'm not speaking just about food, but you can apply it to food. So um, we all have this desire to connect, right? We, we are created to be, to live in community, to, to be with people. And I think this is what made that, what is making this time hard is that we can't connect so freely as we usually do. Um, but putting our expectation on this um, connectedness with people as something that will fill you, it will put those pressures on those relationships that will just not be realistic. So last week I asked you, I asked you, I think I asked you if I've forgotten it, sorry, but I asked to evaluate, or it was my intention to ask, evaluate this week how you prepare yourself at the start of the day. What do you do to prepare yourself? Um, and maybe this question today will help you a bit more to think about this. So how do you walk into situations? Do you walk into a situation um, free and full, ready to bless others um, and seeking for an opportunity to bless them? Like, um, instead of, well, let me say, or, or are you looking and hoping, you know, are you walking into a situation in a room, in a place, in your ho home, um, wherever it is, looking and hoping for someone to feel you, for someone to bless you, for someone to meet your needs? 
It's just something that you need to do for yourself to think about how do you walk into your day and into every situation you face? Is it with a readiness and a fullness? I am so full that I can bless other people. Or is it with a neediness and like, hey, actually I'm empty and I want, I need people to fill me or at least I think I need that. Because the way we walk into a situation is really determined by the way we have prepared ourselves. Again, so I'm pointing a lot to last week, but repetition is good. For us to learn something, we need to hear it again and again. Um, so we can conclude that living love, so meaning um, being full and ready to bless others, to be help for others, it is a daily decision. It is a daily decision to set aside those that time where we get filled, where we take care of our own souls, where we sit with God and we take care of ourselves and our, our needs so that we can go out blessing other people and not feeling empty with an empty tank. But it's not just a daily decision. There's something else to this. And that is what I want to talk about today. We also need to make a daily decision to say no to ourselves. Ouch. Saying no to yourself is hard. It's not easy. <laughs> but often we want to, or I want to fill myself with wrong things, with things that seem to be like love, but that actually are not filling me, that are not love. Um, and remember here, saying no to yourself is not easy. I, I admit that. It's a discipline. It's something we need to learn by practicing it. Um, but it is easier when you are full than when you're hungry. Just imagine, um, imagine going to a, a shop, a shopping mall or a shop, grocery store, that is what I want to say, with an empty stomach. Have you done that already? Just put your hands up if you already went to a grocery store with an empty stomach. How did that go? When I went... And I've done it on various occasions, and it always ends the same way. My car, uh, my um, shopping cart is filled with food that I actually didn't want to buy. Junk food, um, sweets, whatever my hungry stomach wants, craves for right now. So that's just a little example of how it is easier to say no to things when you're actually not hungry, but already filled. If you had had a good meal, it's just so much easier to really think and analyze. Do I really need this? Will this make me better? Or will it leave me emptier afterwards? And I know I'm applying this a lot to food, but the same is with our soul. You know, there's so many things out there that we can use to fill ourselves with, to numb ourselves with, to um, like substitute um feeling of empty and kind of like you know how um eating at mcdonald's it makes you feel full for a moment but like an hour later it's like it's gone you're hungry again so that is what happens when you feel yourself with the stuff that isn't sustaining when you feel yourself um and for me just i'm gonna try to be more like um practical for you guys so that you know what I mean um, and let me know if I'm being too vague or you just help me out here to do this better for you guys okay um, but um, for me I noticed that I'm on an empty tank that my heart my soul is craving for some daddy time for time with God to be filled 
when I start having um how do you say that how if <laughs> sorry when I start running to things running away from things like um having these um numbing myself like movies I you know when I start watching series a lot in the evenings to just numb myself um I'm a a sweet dude so food ice cream especially ice cream when I start eating a lot I notice that I start to I try to substitute for something that's actually empty in me these are just things that I run to that I try to fill myself up with or sometimes even um attention from my husband which is awesome and great but there are times that this is not what I need I need really time with God and I try to replace that with something that is more tangible and like more vis visible in, um, in a way. So I hope that this helps you to connect with what I'm saying. Um, but just we were talking about being willing to say no as, and making that daily decision. And, you know, it's not just daily, it's throughout your day. <laughs> daily, we decide to get filled beforehand. And then um, while we're going, we have to be willing to say no when things come at us that wants to um that's just an easy fix but that's not really working um and it will be easier to determine what to say no to when you're actually full you see how it's a circle <laughs> so i i do get that even when you know that you are loved and accepted and even if you are willing to say no to the things that are actually um not healthy for you it still can be hard especially on those moments that you're extra vulnerable and that you're confronted with hurts from the past or having new hurts like example when you have a breakup with your boyfriend or a friendship ends and it was really painful and then you see pictures online with that person and someone else being happy and smiley it hurts and it's so hard to say no to want to fill yourself with things that are not healthy in that moment um, but remember that those things that you are tempted to grab at to fill you, they won't make you feel as good as you think that they would. You know, like eating a whole bag of chips, uh, crisps, crisps, and then at night having tummy pain. That's happened to me. <laughs> um, they will eventually make you feel even more empty or even more rejected. Um, although it may look good and feel good at the moment, it doesn't last. So this is why we need God's power. We need God's power to empower us and he is giving it freely to us. We are fully loved and accepted and he gives us the strength to say no. Even in our hardest moments, he gives us that strength. And um, yeah, so just a picture for you. It doesn't mean that you don't feel the temptation it doesn't mean that you don't have the heartbreak or the pain um it's like being in a storm when you're in the middle of a storm you will feel the wind you will see the wind you will hear the wind but it will not destroy you because it's god's power in you that sustains you and um <laughs> um i just have to think about the three piglets and the wolf if you know that like Remember the story of the three piglets that each built a house and one was of straw, the other one was of wood, and then the last one built a house of stones, of bricks and stones. 
yeah, of bricks. <laughs> and the wolf came to the first house and the piglet um, ran and hid in his house. And he was like, you can't catch me, wolf. I'm in my house. But the wolf, he blew. <sighs> I'm, I'm spending too much time with my kids. <laughs> and the house collapsed. And, and this is, you know, the second thing with wood, you know, the second piglet was all confident and say, you can't take me, you can't reach me, wolf. But the wolf blew and the house collapsed because it wasn't built on what is strong and sustainable. And then the last piglet had this house of bricks and he was the same. He said, you can't touch me. And although he saw the wolf in front of his window and the wolf was getting ready and the wolf was blowing, the house didn't fall. So just a little example <laughs> um, that you will be okay, even in the midst of whatever you are facing right now, however lonely you might feel, you will be okay if you just hold on to the right things. And if you want to chat with me, I'm here, just a message away. So um, I just want to finish off with, with this, let us go on this journey to learn to prepare ourselves. It's like an invitation to learn, prepare ourselves for the day, to spend that necessary time taking care of our hearts. And let us learn to say no to the things that harm us. Although they may look good for a while, they will eventually leave us more empty. So let us accept that power of God to help us say no. And, um, I want to end up with a quote. I'm loving these quotes. It's just, again, it's from the book from Lisa Tucker's, and it's like this. So the more fully we invite God in, the less we will feel uninvited by others. Like that? Uh, I'm going to say it again. The more fully we invite God in, the less we feel uninvited by others. So I hope you like this. I hope it was valuable. Um, today and um, let me know let me know if this is a subject that speaks to you um, let me know what subjects you would love to hear about more and um, have a great evening bye-bye if you like today's episode please give us a five-star rating. Feel free to share this with your friends and share this on social media. You can visit our website on www.everynationlisboa.org. Hope to see you soon.